0: This podcast should not be considered as medical or legal advice. If you are looking for such advice, then do contact a professional. But please find someone that has a brain and can think critically about what's going on in the world today. This is the Collective Resistance Podcast with your hosts, Leo and Fabiola. We will be discussing why we find ourselves resisting the narratives of the Common Collective, as well as why the Common Collective resists new information. All right, everybody. We are back for another episode of the Collective Resistance Podcast with Leo and Fabiola. I am Leo Fabi will be joining us very shortly when our guest comes on, and uh, it is quite a guest. Uh, you guys might remember him from just a few weeks back. I think it was actually maybe six or seven uh, week. Well, maybe it was a little longer. Maybe it was a couple months now. I think it was the beginning of the, the summer, really. Um we had Mitch, the orgone donor, on talking about orgone gifting and tower busting related to chemtrails and the frequency fence like cell towers and uh, radar drums and just about everything under the sun, uh, how we can kind of change that frequency. And that was a uh, extremely popular episode. In fact, I think we we had over... 4,000 views on Rumble, and uh, it's I think it's the most listened to podcast episode as well. So uh, we're glad to have Mitch back, and he's going to be joining us very shortly. And in this particular episode, we are kind of um, trying to make this in relation to the, the thread we're doing here in Season 7, which we're calling Behind the Veil. And, uh, you know, we just kind of got Mitch going and scratching the surface in the last episode. And so we wanted to kind of dig deeper and uh, kind of uh, get him to talk about his beliefs about the realm that we live in and uh, how we think it's constructed and, and uh, what it means for our lives. And uh, he didn't disappoint, and I'm going to go ahead and play that uh that, inter for you na- that interview for you right now. So, uh, without further ado, let's bring Mitch, the orgone donor, back on for part two. Mitch, how are you doing today? Hey guys. Oh, Thank actually, you do you know what, Mitch? Oh. I did forget to record. Hang, hang on a minute.
1: Recording oh, <laughs> in progress. Oh. Okay,
0: now Mitch, how are you doing today?
1: <laughs> I'm I'm doing really well. Uh, thanks for having me back.
0: No, we're so glad to have you. For those of you that that are joining the podcast for the first time, we had Mitch on uh, probably about a month ago, and uh, we dove season six. Season six, we dove into the frequency fence and uh, discussed uh, the organ gifting, organ gifting, or uh, tower busting, as we called geo,
2: it. Geo restoration. So and check geo engineering. Yes. So. Uh, Mitch is our geo restoration expert. Yeah. <laughs> we, <laughs> we have a lot it, to etheric, learn from you. <laughs>
1: yeah. Etheric uh, realm <laughs> repairman. Yeah, yeah. Right. So, I would want that um, on a business card. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> uh, one thing I want to quickly say too is that for anybody that is watching this, um, one of the one of the really common a, a really good compliment I got on our first conversation was how we specifically I know we went in with the intention behind doing it, but it was like to specifically scale it back a little bit so that it was for more of an introductory, uh, an introduction to a lot of the concepts we talked about. Yeah. So if anyone, anyone who's watching this, I would highly recommend obviously go back and watch the first one uh, if this is new to you. But that was really, it's, I've actually used your episode specifically or our episode as a, as a really good tool for a lot of folks who've come out of the woodwork recently and are like i am so new to this and you know you don't want to overwhelm them to the point that they just like get scared and run away and so anyway i just want to say like obviously watch the first one first if if this isn't new to you and it was just a really great episode for that introduction and i mean it was expansive but it was it was just a good uh, beginner beginner course, I think. No, so.
2: baby steps for me too. Exactly. And, and yeah. I
0: had people reach out to me that I know that it really resonated for that I was not anticipating. You know that it would resonate for. It's like people maybe are just ready. You know.
2: Yeah. 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 Your yeah, episode ta- is super popular. Good. Yeah. Uh, well, <laughs> wow. I'm glad, <laughs> no, I'm
1: glad. I'm glad to hear that. Um, yes,
2: and I and, love the blog post, too <laughs> that you put up.
1: Oh, and and that's something else, too, I would say, uh, yeah, for those, uh, the blog posts she's, you're referring to is, uh, I had mentioned in the last episode, uh, common questions I get are, you know, uh, if I can't answer something, and they're like, well, why do you think this? Why do you think that? Why this, you know, a way to piece pu- the puzzle together, I just compiled a list of a lot of different resources I've come up come across along the way that I've been, since I've been doing this and I wanted to kind of put it all into one cohesive blog post along with the episode uh, recording mm-hmm. so that, you know, people can branch out because I know I'm not the end all be all for learning any of this stuff, but well, as far as you
2: are for us, <laughs> <laughs> well, I appreciate, I appreciate you saying that. Um,
1: but, but as far as like, you know, nobody has all the answers and there's obviously only so much time in the day that a person can can know about everything of this or that subject. But it's a really good way where if I can't answer something, um, I want to be able to point someone in the direction that I will, I can at least explain, well, here's why I think what it is that I think, mm-hmm. or or the, the who, what, where, how, why, uh, how did I get to that part. And so because I know we talk a lot about hypotheses and theories. And I know in in our mutual uh genre of uh, whether it's like the podcasting or any type of presentation information being presented online people really are vilifying i think the word believe yeah. um which i don't think that's fair because there are a lot of things we know um, i think be- they say lie is in the word believe but um,
2: <laughs> okay
1: i know it's kind of like that's a little to me that's a little bit of a stretch like when people say like i understand not understand i'm like trust me when i <laughs> when i say i understand i mean it in the context of what i actually mean in my heart right. i know it's not the whatever militaristic term to say something it to, is know, not write. the
2: best word to describe it, it, exactly
1: yeah but it's in like our not, hearts we know you know what your intention is and so it's yeah if somebody cuts you off when you're saying certain words it's like okay just <laughs> tone, it, tone it down <laughs>
0: Hey, well, um, and it's probably also important we mentioned that you are having a weather event. So, little, yes. So, so if, uh, we, which we, we may talk about, you're, you're having a lot of precipitation in your, your region. <laughs> and so, yeah. but, but, uh, if you get disconnected, we'll get reconnected and we'll make sure that, that, uh, it all gets spliced together in the yeah. end. So, yeah.
2: Awesome. So tell us what's going on where you are.
1: (laughs) Well, so uh, for those who aren't aware, I'm in Sedona, Arizona. So I'm in the center, about the center of the state. And um, I know last time when we were talking about, uh, I, I have spent the last few months investing in a bunch of chem busters. Uh, the large that we call them we call them cloud busters and chem busters. The proper term is chem buster because a cloud buster is a little bit different. That has more to do with Wilhelm Reich. But um, essentially they're sky cleaners. They're very large organite type devices. Um, I've been putting them around the state for the last few years, but it was this particular season uh, leading up to our last conversation where I just kind of wanted to go with what I I call it the Orgo nuclear option. (laughs) Um, I just wanted to obliterate a huge part of the frequency fence that I couldn't get to with the earth pipe project I'm doing, but while simultaneously sending out, you know, I've, I've been sending out these boxes of earth pipes and tower busters. So basically the, the pucks and the pipes, um, I send Which them I need more of. So many. Uh, all right, I'll make a note. Uh, th- but there, there. I send them out to so many different people. I've connected with. I, at this point, I've lost count of how many people around the state who have who have offered to help me with this, with distributing this stuff. So I've got these boxes of things flying out the door, and they go share it with their their friends. They share it with their freedom groups or their parent groups or the stroller. We've got a stroller brigade up in Kingman. <laughs> um it's funny what moms moms can get done uh, oh yeah with with a little little, i like that yeah i think it might yeah maybe a little box wine there might might motivate you but
0: you you um, always have a good one like last time you said uh we had a boating accident you know uh,
1: it's funny when i get these messages from people and they're like mitch we had a really big boating accident (laughs) today 30 people were involved and, and so it's just it's a nice way to get the pipes gridded out there and so, uh, but so while working on that, um, I, I just dropped a ton of money on these ChemBusters and found recipients all over the state. Uh, today, I actually just had one delivered to Lake Havasu, which I am um, thinking will, in in correlation to the jet stream, will actually be helping the North and Northwestern portion of Arizona, um, which has been getting slammed uh, with rain. And I know that like, I, I keep tabs on the, on the uh, weather and the media as much as I can. Um, I've never seen such ridiculousness with the uh, trying to flip the script. And I know one of the concepts we'll talk about today is like the energy behind the words and the verbiage and things like that. Um, But it's, uh, it's been raining really well. Uh, Our monsoon season, it was back in May. It was predicted to be right when I started by, I found it coincidental right as I started buy, I think it was like $4,000 of chem busters. Uh, the next day, the media was saying, well, this just might happen to be the most or might be the wettest monsoon season we'll have this year. Last year was the second wettest on record. I have been determined all year. Um, it will be the wettest by the time I'm done. Nice. But I found it very coincidental that they had said that as if they were almost um, trying to stay ahead of talking points because they know something's inevitable, (laughs) but, um, and and there's, there's other things we're do. I'm working on a project actually with some folks in California and California now has announced, uh, some other things too. We'll go into where I'm just like, gee, how coincidental you're in a drought, but like, you know, the water's coming and you know, so am I. So (laughs) I find that, I find that interesting to say, to say the least, uh-huh. but, but, um, yeah, the, the, like Lake Mead actually just rose, I think over the last month, first it went up like three inches on one day. Cause yeah. Cause, cause
0: when four- we, when we talked last, it was plummeting.
1: It, well, that's, so now that's, and and I agree, like if you live out there and you've seen it, and you say that I I'm waiting for someone who actually has seen it in person to tell me that. Okay. And that's, that's the funniest thing about it. Cause I was just there last September and it, uh, and I know it's been a while, obviously it's been 11 months, but for what they were saying last year, we were looking around like, what the hell are you talking about? Because there's actually a line of, I forget what kind of stone it is that goes around the ring, but they always show the same picture and they say how they're, they're trying to, Uh, Elude to the idea that that ring is where the water levels were, and that's not. It's different rock, and so Mm -hmm. it's like you get these, you get exaggerations is what I'm getting at. You get extreme exaggerations in how bad it really is, and I also learned, for anyone who's new to this, um, there's a lake in, it's called Lake Las Vegas, they use Lake mead to fill it and they have to refill it every few days. And they are constantly, they're constantly draining Lake mead on purpose and they're not filling it back up on purpose. So you have to take all of this climate hoax crap with a grain of salt. Mm -hmm. Now, of course I run my mouth about the climate stuff and people want to say, well, you're crazy. You're crazy. You know, but it's funny that all the the climate brigade, the one thing they'll never talk about is geoengineering. They'll right. never talk about these frequency weapons. They'll never talk about what the possibility. It's like drought is purely uh, coincidental in this world, and no one really. I, I'm I'm finding this. It's few people will actually address the question: What if drought is? It has something influencing it, and of course only those who do consider that, it's, I don't drive a Tesla, I need to drive a Tesla, that's the reason we, you know, you know what, I run my air conditioner, it must be my fault for the, for Lake Mead going down, it's like, no, not the least, it has nothing to do with that, it has nothing to do with this carbon, it has nothing to, it's geoengineering, terraforming, it's basically frequency manipulation, Mm -hmm. and also the climate, of course, goes through, through different cycles, However, right now it's going through a cooling period. And that's the part that I think they're they're running out of options to cover that up. Right. Um, it's it's been collectively about 10 to 15 degrees colder in Arizona this summer for it was it was hotter actually in June mm-hmm. before I got really going with a lot of this new chem buster stuff and and meeting all these new people, sort of like a, you know, I get these surges of communication with folks. And then all of a sudden, I'm like, wow, I just sent out 500 earth pipes this week. And they're all all these different people with their marching orders. And we just took a trip and we drove along the state drawing earth pipes to the border of California over near the Parker dam uh, in Parker, California, you know, so it's like, the, all these things working in tandem, the ChemBusters being installed, it's like the temperature's gone down, the rain's gone through the roof, for some people literally. And, uh, <laughs> I'm an asshole neighbor who's working on his roof, so every single time it rains it brings even more joy to my
0: to my... Does he know who you are? Does he give you a snide look when you walk by? <laughs> no,
1: he's... Uh, no, no, no. But uh, anyway, um, I have reasons. But anyway. <laughs> uh so things are things are overall going really well um and the media it's just interesting to see the spin because the only thing they want to talk about is like you know uh beware of scorpions coming out of the ground after (laughs) flooding uh so of course that they'll talk about that or hikers stranded blah 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 top of mountain you know film at 11 and then people are just like they always use the word flood flash flood warning flood warning flood 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 and uh or or like there was a there was an article last week i saw some kids on a school there was a news segment i was gonna dub it and make my own remake of it but, um <laughs> it was kids being pulled off a school bus in phoenix uh because the bus it fell into the uh gutter creek whatever you want to call it fell uh, kind of into a wash And uh, so everyone was obviously panicking. They brought another school bus and they showed them picking the kids up out of the bus and putting them on the ground to then walk to the new bus. But as they panned out, you could see like there was no water where they were. It, you could just tell it was stage, And it was just like, of course, there's going to be people that see it. And then they go to dinner with their friends and they're like, oh, my Did you gosh, see those you guys, poor kids? Did you see those poor kids? Exactly. Oh, the, the poor kids that they probably helped mask up for the last two years. Exactly. So, so it's just like, it's this, you, just, you see a lot of idiocy, hypocrisy. Um, the climate hoax is, is such, it is so in full force right now. Um, I just saw an article the other day and I'm sure a lot of people watching this might've seen it by now. Uh, It was blaming a river. They said, now that rivers, now that all rivers are drying up, we're able to see dinosaur footprints at the bottom of the river from 133 million years ago. (laughs) And I thought to myself, like how we are, we're in a contest right now to compete for world's biggest dumbass. I could just see you
0: watching news with your popcorn. I, okay, I tell me about I, these footprints.
1: It, it, <laughs> usually for me the news the news comes my way from people some who don't leave me alone, but others they're like you got to look at this because I know and I have to tell some of my friends. If it's in these certain segments like don't don't waste your time. I'm going to focus my energy on on this other stuff. But yeah, it was like a triple whammy because you've got You've got dinosaurs. You've got fo- it was seeding the idea of fossil fuels, while also seeding these ideas about drought. And it's just like how interesting that a river can run for you know however many years that it's run. And it's like I've got I've got running water going through my backyard that's eroded rocks that I put there myself when I moved here in twenty eighteen. Right. <laughs> but these footprints just look pristine. <laughs> And it's like, okay, fine. Like I, so I try to just focus again on like what it is that I'm doing. Um, the lakes, the lakes are going up, uh, the rivers are going up. I hear from people all the time talking about the Colorado river, specifically the Colorado river is booming, but the reservoirs that are filled by it are, are empty and people are asking questions. And, and I, I hear from so many people doing what I do and from not just arizona either and so they're like and they hear me run my mouth about well be on the lookout for this and this and this and just because you see this happen keep in mind that like this is happening under the radar or they're ignoring this or they say this but they really mean this and so it's like people are piecing this stuff together and it's like oh so the rivers and these water sources are are really booming right now but the man-made ones all see the ones they want you to focus on for this climate hoax, those are all empty Mm -hmm. or being emptied or they're having trouble filling them back up. Mm -hmm. And so it's, it's just interesting that like you have to look at the whole picture Mm -hmm. because right right now they're, they're working quadruple overtime uh, because I know, with the propaganda. Exactly. And you'd said, you just came to Arizona for, I I forget why. uh,
2: So I was there for the divine Stepping into Divine Jurisdiction Seminar from uh, Robert Michaels. Group, House, of Marcus. House of Marcus. And it's, you know, it's all about going to the private. I think we've had some conversations about yeah, that. Yeah. And it was, I was expecting, you know, 100-degree de- weather because that's what people were telling me. So I got to Phoenix, flying to Phoenix. I see, like, all these rain clouds and a beautiful rainbow, okay? Then I start driving up the whole way to um, Lakeside, Lakeside, Pine Top, Lakeside. It was raining, and right. then the whole time I was there, weather was perfect—75 degrees, cool, as green as could be. I had no idea that Arizona was that green.
1: Yeah, I mean, the same thing happened last year when you know I it was so people look back. They people say things like this. They say, We've been in a drought for 20 years. It's so terrible. When I moved here in 2018, um, my, my partner and I, we were gifting like crazy busting towers here. And I don't think there were, I, I think there, there are, there has to be somebody else out there doing some stuff. Obviously, like I know the ones working with me are, but it was, you know, we traveled around for about two months, moved here then. Yeah, So it was September and October, of 2018, November of 2018, we moved in. I was putting cambusters all over the place and there's a video actually, I would, I would suggest people if they want to see something kind of trippy, uh, on my YouTube page, um, I don't upload anything to YouTube anymore because I find it for me, it's not, I, it goes to my web, go to my website, mm-hmm. but there's a video from November 14th one of the most memorable days of ever, uh, that I can ever, uh, remember because we had a bunch of, uh, some people call them chemical rainbows or halos or sun dogs. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they're, I, I'm of the FPV angel brigade, or I shouldn't say brigade, but I'm of the possibility that it has to do with technology that's actually under the ground that may be affecting above in the sky, but it's from, uh, from November, just go to the video from November, uh, November 14th, 2018. And we gifted, you know, throughout this whole process throughout the remainder of the year and in uh, December of 2018. So we'd only been here officially about a month and a half and it was new year's Eve and we ended up getting 18 inches of snow Mm -hmm. and it doesn't snow here. It, it's, it doesn't snow here to the point that there are no snow plows. And you couldn't find a snow shovel. You can now. You can find a snow shovel now. <laughs> but you couldn't find a snow. Everyone in the neighborhood was sharing the same snow shovel from one of the people who who moved here from the East Coast. And so That's amazing. Um, it was so, you know, we got going really abruptly and we had all this precipitation that came out of nowhere. The whole city shut down. We were trapped Two minutes from our house, trapped on the highway oh, for four and a half wow. hours, just crawling with, you know, thousands of other people, um, because there's no there was no contingency plan. There's no, no one knows what to do when it snows here because it didn't snow or it was so rare, and so then uh, two months later, after again more heavy gifting, this would have been February of 2019. Uh, we got another 15 inches of snow. Mm-hmm. And of course, the city shut down again. Uh, the snow plows from Flagstaff had to come down here. And uh, in Flagstaff, it was even worse. I mean, I, there were reports of like 24, 38, 48, 50 inches. And they ended up over the course of that winter, uh, There, it was the longest ski season in history. I, I believe it went until just before the 4th of July. Wow. And... Everything. So And then in May, actually, so before it even got to that point, in May, the state declared that the drought was over. Lake Mead was above its original, or whatever they say, the original rim. They keep calling it different stuff, so right. I don't even know. It was at the <laughs> lid. It was, it was, they, they, could, they could still put a lid on it, okay. um, But so it was, it was like, it, for me, it was very validating because it was like, it, we were, I, I mean, I was Doing nothing but gifting from the second I got here, and just we and we were just traveling around. And at that point, I didn't really connect with a lot of people here. Um, we went and did it ourselves, and uh, and so anyway, we saw all of this progress that was really, really great. And it's interesting how quickly everyone forgot about it because then by when the COVID timeline started in March of 2020, uh. And the 5G towers went up, and I, at that point, I had enough of a presence where I heard from so many people daily. I had so many emails, I could never answer them all. Wow! And they were a lot of them were from parents, and they were talking about the this went up at my kids' school, or this went up at my parents' nursing home. There was a lot, those were the top two I got. Um, but it was 5G was, was stretched exponentially, and coincidentally, uh, the rain started to dwindle again and so last af-
2: episode actually you said that we're gonna talk about this this episode <laughs> so that's good I'll- that you brought it up <laughs> well good i'm glad you have, got you better yeah than well I-, I just listened um, before this my subconscious <laughs> is making is actually doing the yes, talking right yes. now
1: so but um so by by 2020 uh in march april may You know, of course, there were there were some fires uh, for that summer, it was a bit dry. But what was really shocking to me, it wasn't it wasn't the chemtrails in the sky or this what I saw was this full force of like, climate, 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 like I, I knew at that point, I'm like, this is their, this is what's coming next, after they're done with whatever this, this convid thing is um i didn't know at the time it was too early in the the wuhan what they call the wuhan wiggle um (laughs) to know exactly but i knew climate it was it was a precursor to a climate lockdown Mm -hmm. and so um i the saddest part for me was how quickly everyone forgot they're like oh we're in a drought and it's oh we've been in a drought for 20 years and i'm like you idiots how do you not realize how we just had because even even though 2020 was it was a lot drier we still had a decent amount of rain we had a we had an okay amount of snow enough that like i have evergreens and have remember several days having to go out there and you're constantly hitting snow off the trees because it will it will basically oh, open yeah. them and just destroy them um and so uh so i i know it snowed quite a bit but these people it's like who gets the last word the TV. So the TV is telling them all this pandemonium. And so I'm just looking around thinking like, wow, I can't believe how quickly everybody f- just completely forgot best snow season in history, record breaking everything since I got here, you know, whether I had, I'll just, I'll give the benefit of the doubt. Let's say I had nothing to It's just a fluke and a pure coincidence. Right. It's not, <laughs> but it's like, it was memorable and how quickly no one remembered it right and so by by far enough into the into the new timeline
2: the new um, timeline we gotta talk about that
1: which well i mean and i mean it's it is or it is in a timeline but you know what i mean just oh, like I the know. yeah the 2020 is right. like the longest year in history <laughs> yeah. basically uh-huh. we're still in it yeah and, and so uh so by like december of that year um i knew You know, I I was basically just thinking, like, I I, I was kind of just desperate and thinking, like, I have to, I have no, I have no choice but to just, like, go deeper into this and kind of just go nuts. Like I said, that's when I started using the term orgonuclear because I'm like, well, (laughs) I'm going to call it the orgonuclear option. And so that's when I started my Earth Pipes Across Arizona project. And I was shocked how quickly... Uh, we were able to get these earth pipes out into places. I mean, we'd always been driving around and putting, you know, gifting the tower busters and things like that. But to go out to to venture somewhere and, you know, really spend, you know, two, three, four days at a time in a community and really pinpointing places, like pinpointing the geography, the, the structural layout of the ley lines that we're always hearing about and these vortexes and energy points, or you look for places like, who's building what for whatever reason, like mm-hmm. certain people who buy up land with copper mines oh, uh, or we'll lithium who mines. Those
2: people are. I
1: wonder who those people are. <laughs> and so, uh, so, so you, there was just a lot more intention behind it. And I just, I, I dropped every, just about every dollar I had at that point, um, doing, doing the earth pipe project. And I, I wanted to do something memorable. So that's why I even had to have it's a name, an
2: investment. Earth. Yeah.
1: Oh, absolutely. I mean, it was like I bought a I bought a greenhouse that year when, <laughs> when the COVID stuff started, and it would have been a complete waste of time had I not done this because it's like, as people have heard me say time and again, like global warming is not real. You know, the, the temperature, that's that is all energetically manufactured, and it can be broken. It's being broken today as I speak, because like the whole entire month of August and most of July, even down in Phoenix, it's it's hovered around 100 degrees it's normal, like what they would call average would be like 117 up to 125. Right. in sedona here it's like i haven't run my air conditioner since before the 4th of july wow. you know wow. june was hotter than it was here and that's only because at that point i'd only maybe purchased like five or six new chem busters i've now today was the 17th so it's like there's a lot more out there you know, and this isn't, this is on top of everything I've done for the last few years. So it's like, it's, it's magnifying more and more with every person I meet and everyone who helps. And, uh, and so it's just, it's interesting how quickly people had forgotten as we hovered, you know, completely out of the drought, everything's gray, everything's beautiful. Mm -hmm. Then it was the, then it was not enough rain to some people's liking. So clearly it's a drought pandemonium and end of the world. And then now we're kind of back into it. And so, uh, again, even last year, having the wettest monsoon season or second second wettest monsoon season on record, uh, and the fact that I mentioned before, we had a second spring. We never got a fall. We had a whole second bloom of everything, wow. and, and and it was it was beautiful all the way through Christmas. And then, even on Christmas Eve, it flooded here, and I I was posting that on my Instagram because I was just kind of like, yeah, like this is a nice little surge. I knew what was coming. They were gonna they were gonna try and hammer us as much as they could in the winter. And sure enough, they did. Like it it didn't snow quite as much, but um oh, there's the thunder. Uh <laughs> it, it didn't snow quite as much. But for January, February, March, uh, and most of April, it's like everything was still pretty green. Um, but again, people they they fall for the fear. They have incredibly short attention spans. They mm-hmm. aren't actually paying attention to the bigger picture. They just pay attention to it. Didn't rain today. It didn't rain uh, enough for me this month, and I saw a plant dying. <laughs> it must be man-made climate change. And it's all—it's always this huge leap. Mm-hmm. And so even now, I mean, I had a—I got a neighbor, who told me, you know, we were talking back in May. I said, this is going to be the wettest year ever. And she was like, man, I hope you're right. Because like, I just think about like last August, like how dry it was and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, so I looked it up. It was last August was like the wettest month in Arizona's history, recorded history. And so I took it to her and I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? Like, it was so wet. And, And she has a root. She has an adobe house where you can see and you know, so flat top roof with the gutters, people still see it in my uh, Instagram videos or blog videos all the time. I'm (laughs) sure when I'm in my backyard and it's raining, because that's just, it's just a a gusher going everywhere because there's nowhere for this water to go. And I'm like, I've seen your, I've seen roofing people repairing your roof like six times per summer. (laughs) So what the hell are you talking about? So it's like, People just, they don't understand the bigger picture of what's really going on. It's like, I've learned even just since our, since our last conversation, it's not even about like the news per se, okay. uh, put putting the idea. It's just who gets the last word because then they talk to me and I'm like, isn't it great that like this Tuesday we had? I mean, good God, we had a heavy rainfall this Tuesday. And it's like, so I'm like, isn't this great? And they'll be talking to you on Tuesday. And then on Friday, it hasn't rained for three days. And it's, it's a little warmer outside and, uh, and they're complaining and they're just like, man, like, we really need rain. I'm like, really need rain. Like that last one, (laughs) that last one we got actually kind of started to scare me. And And I love the rain, but it's like, I don't have enough buckets anymore. I got muck tubs and buckets. People see this in my videos all the time too. My gutters cannot keep up. And, you know, cause it goes, it goes through into the, what would be the yard. Mine's just rocks, but it goes in and then it obviously goes to the streets and it runs into the washes. And then, you know, it p- provides some nourishment for the, the vegetation and animals and all that, but it's a lot of water. And so, so anyway, it's just, it's, it's, uh, it's been this roller coaster of in and out in and out but overall collectively it's been mostly in and uh it's been incredibly wet and so you know i i don't know i i'm always lecturing people get active with busting these towers yeah. because you it's like i'm i know that i am helping to take talking points out i'm pulling the rug out from underneath of the media and I haven't had this question for a while but people have asked a lot over the years why would they want to stop the rain and the other day when i was making some organite i lined my workspace with newspapers and usually you know huge stack of them so occasionally i find like little tidbits of information in this news that I kind of forgot about. And I just, as I'm sitting here making these tower busters, I look and it said like on July 27th, my birthday.
2: Oh, fire... happy, birthday. Have, yes, happy birthday. I'm sorry. I wasn't, I,
1: well, I, I appreciate that. I promise I wasn't trying to plug. Um, you were hunting for one. Come on. I was hunting, <laughs> uh, fishing, fishing, because of water. but, um, a fire was put out because of the monsoon we had that day. Now, I think it was kind of up for debate. The fire was in a very questionable area. Um, it wasn't in Munns Park. It was in this area called Munns. I'll I'll find it. I can reference it when I post this video or with some show notes or something. But um it was uh it was basically what would be um what would be east of me. And on top of, a on top of the rocks where there's like, there's no power lines, there's no transportation. I mean, there's no roads. There's no way reason why anyone would be up there. And yet it magically caught fire. Okay. But the, I know it happened. It's like, it always happens in places where, you know, it's like, oh, someone threw a cigarette butt out the car window. And you're like, there's not even any roads for anyone to drive there. And they're <laughs> like, oh no, it was, you know what? It was lightning. It's like, but you told me that no one knew where the fire came from and it went on for six weeks burning. <laughs> they, they, so they just deductive reasoning went back six weeks and were like, you know what? It was that one lightning strike that we, we just, I know I was busy playing Yahtzee or something, but <laughs> I remember hearing a, it's literally that stupid yeah. how they try to pinpoint it and, and blame it. It's like, no, it's, it's arson somewhere. Yeah. But, um, but anyway, the fire was put out because of a monsoon. And so when people ask that question, why would they want to stop the rain? Well, you're, you're essentially shutting off the rain cycle. You're shutting off water. Water is the essence of the life cycle in this realm. And, you know, the, the icing on the cake is it's made it very difficult for people to set this place on fire. Right. And, you know, and last year they had even said that we were going to have one of the worst fire seasons uh, in, I don't, in however long. Mm-hmm. It never happened and of course everybody's been warned about you know New Mexico, Arizona, Utah, Idaho, California. Yeah. They're all all constantly being warned about fires. Um but I I've quit worrying about Arizona and the fires because I I see this progression that even even if they come back hitting back harder or they release 6 or 7 or 8 or 9 or 10g um whatever their idiot plan is <laughs> it's like I'm just like I keep I, I'm gaining momentum with the with, you know, the good people who are doing something. Mm-hmm. And uh, I only see it getting wetter and wetter and wetter. And I've mentioned the last time we talked too. I think it was the last time we talked that I said I was starting to question if this was not only not really a desert and how deserts were not natural. Yeah, but I that,
2: remember you said that. And you the, said you, you the goal was to turn Arizona into a rainforest
1: into rainforest. Well, I think it I think it was. I, I do. I think it was. And um it, it, that can mean a lot of things to a lot of different people. But I know that when it is monsooning here, not just physically like being drenched in rain, but just during the season, it's like the only when when I step outside or I go for a walk or a drive, I don't feel like I'm in the desert anymore. Even when I see desert rocks and whatnot, I feel like I'm in more like Central America.
0: Right.
1: I feel there's, there's an energy, but also, and a level of humidity. And that can come from moisture also just being trapped because they're not letting all of it uh, process the way it's supposed to because of the frequency fence. But I also think that, you know, there's, I don't know. I don't really know what it is. I think it's, there's so many energetic points. There are actually, I mean, there are more forests in Arizona than people realize. There's actually a lot more green than people realize. Mm -hmm. Uh, There's more free range cattle grazing on grassland than people would realize. I think everybody just assumes, you know, they they huddle everyone into the city, they destroy the cities. And then everyone who lives in the city thinks that how they live in that one city is representative of how the rest of the world is. And that's how you push the climate hoax. is, you know, oh, dirty, dirty air. It's like, well, you live in Los Angeles. It it is true.
0: I remember I I remember when uh, I went to Sydney, Australia, and, uh, you know, I had had a very limited visibility into what Sydney was from like the Olympics and things like that. And when I went there, I was like, this looks like New Orleans. You know, I mean, I I, I thought that it was going to be like this postmodern city, you know, very, very clean and all that. And it's actually a little grungy and it's got a lot of character and it blew me away. So, I mean, it's like, it, it made me rethink, you know, what do you believe about something? It's based on those limited pictures that you get.
1: Yeah. I mean, for, for me, the biggest motivation behind what it is I do is taking away the talking points. And I've noticed that I, there are times I feel like I'm working a lot of overtime, uh, to the point where sometimes I just it's like you know what don't open the computer p- put the phone away don't look at anything don't you know and I don't have a tv yeah. but like it's some of it's just like the dinosaur thing it's like they're gonna do what they're gonna do they're gonna lie about what they're gonna lie about yeah. and, and now it's like you know everyone who um got a particular injection who has trouble with their heart well they're blaming it on climate change or cancer and yeah or know, napping. We- <laughs> Does napping cause No, oh, I saw an article. Oh, sorry, napping causes <laughs> napping causes heart attacks. Causes or heart attacks. Or climate
0: yeah. change it's causes it's rough napping. it's rough on your heart. I'm sure climate uh, change is involved. Is they're
2: saying that but heart attacks are being caused by climate change. That's not. They so.
1: they're talking about climate change causing all kinds of things. Now it's the it's the depression. You know, it's like inner city youth have trouble because of climate change. I'm sure gun They'll 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 link gun control, you know, people every time that the climate is in danger, more people buy a gun, mm-hmm. you know, or, or whatever it's it, it's really become baffling if you it, look for it just just ask yourself like how bizarre is the media going to get about what climate change is or what's happened some way to push the climate agenda, even if it's just seeding an idea, they say it's the most subtle things even just how they word an article, they cannot say, around here especially, they cannot say anything positive about the water. I Not once have I heard any or seen any headline that simply said, Arizona drought over or much needed precipitation arrives. Personally, I'd like to see like dashingly handsome gay guy saves world, (laughs) which I know will never happen, but cross your fingers. uh, But um, can
2: we talk a little bit about what we're seeing here from what I've started? And then I also have a question about a certain power that's up here that I haven't been able to get to. So, uh, Right before our episode, I started gifting. I took the kids one time and went up the mountain. The first thing I noticed is Kai is a lot more clear. We had lots of rain. Uh, last year was so dry up here. I think you, you were telling me you guys went up up this yeah. way and, and helped a little bit. But anyways, then I started noticing, yes, we have some trailing. But it seems like they will clump together. Instead of spread, and I thought, well, okay. that's odd. And they won't like linger; they just
0: they move go on, go on
2: their way. Yeah. And yeah. then the the weirdest story. Okay, so we were driving down to Sandpoint, about an hour from here, and the kids spotted another tower that I hadn't seen. I'm like, are these just like reproducing what's going on. So. Uh, I'm like, okay, I gotta hit that tower. And, and that day was funny. I tried to get, you know, the kids come with me, but they were busy doing other things. And I'm like, no, not today. So I went by myself, right? And I'm like, okay, how am I going to get to this tower? Because the tower is protected by some facility that's mm-hmm. up in town, right? And so I parked my car and I'm just sitting there. And I'm like, how am I going to get to that tower? Can I?" There were some houses over here and then there's a facility over here. And the tower tower is right in the middle. So I will have to walk through somebody's yard. And I'm just like sitting there and trying to devise a plan. And all of a sudden I just asked the universe, okay, if I'm really meant to bust that tower, like send me a sign, okay? And so all of a sudden there's this lady knocking on the door. Right next to where I was parked. Because across from where I was parked, there's the city pool. And she's knocking on that door. And I'm like, I wonder if she, I mean, if she lived there, she wouldn't be knocking. So weird. And then all of a sudden, I gather my courage. I get out of the car because I was actually just going to walk across the field to bust the tower or to gift the tower. And she comes towards me. And she's like, do you live here? I'm like, No uh and she's like do you know who lives here I'm like no and and she's like asking me some questions and then all of a sudden she tells me she lives in this just two houses down or something and I I'm like you're gonna think this is weird but um do you know how we get to that tower over there And she's like oh yeah it's just in my backyard (laughs) I'll take you there and then she, <laughs> and then I'm like okay and and she asked my name and I said well, my name is Fabiola and she's like oh my gosh that's my best friend's name is Fabiola and you know there's not a whole lot of Fabiolas yeah up here <laughs> or, or anywhere they, yeah and yeah. then and then okay and then I tell her okay I'm this lady's going to think I'm crazy I tell her I I show her the tools and stuff I'm like I'm trying to get up there because I want to you know, gift that tower and help it not be like so horrible for people in this town. And she's like, oh, my gosh, this is awesome because I hate that tower is my backyard and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I'm going to take you there. So she takes me inside her house like she's never seen me, you know, inside her house, say, oh, this is my husband. And she had four kids. We walk through and then we walk through the brush, which was really tall and we get like really close, and I am a horrible thrower. Okay, so I tell her I don't know if I can throw it that far, and she she looks at me. She's like, "Well, oh, I play softball. I can throw that, no problem." <laughs> and she just throws it and hits like right in the middle of it.
0: Yeah, that's it's just why She and told I'm me that like, story, and I was like, "What?"
1: That that is actually. I'm gl- I'm I'm going to use what you just said as a way to explain like this is why I've been able to do the project I've done. When people hear me say like, oh, I'm sending these things out to all these people, it's because like as corny or new age as it might sound, if you put that energy out there and you're asking for it's like you're asking for genuine help on something and you in my view, you couldn't be asking for help on to me, a more worthwhile cause. That the universe is sending out the signal of like, well, what can I, I'm going to help. And that's why, like, when I said, like, I want to give this place or that place or that place. And all of a sudden, all these people are coming out of the woodwork yeah. in the same way this woman appears out of thin air. Yeah. Thin air, and exactly. And then it's just, so it's like, I, I know that, you know, that, that example may not work 100% of the time for 100% of the people, but what is it? 60% of the time (laughs) or whatever. Um, But, but there's, there is so much truth to that in the manifestation or the intention of things. And this is why it's very important with, you know, people ask me like, Mitch, aren't you worried about this? Aren't you worried about that? And I'm like, well, no, because of the level of respect that I give to this. And I know what my intention is. um, You know, I've never, this is, this isn't about money. Uh, I know that I've helped several communities and, and people all over. I mean, it, there's such a, such a tiny percentage of people who even know who I am. And so it's like to help people who will never know your name. You may never see that person again, you know? And, uh, and, and so it's like the selflessness of it, the intention behind it, it the universe starts to, to put together all the pieces. It's like the bridge is being built as you're walking across. Cause you're like, forget it. I, I don't care if I'm blindfolded. I'm just going to walk it and trust. And it actually, and it's like, yes, what those crazy life coaches and people like that talk about, yes, it's, there's truth to that. And, and that's a prime example of, of like everything you just said, that's why I'm able to do what it is I do. Cause it's, it's way too much for one person. Oh yeah. And so, yeah, you just, you, you have to you have to gauge it and put that, that uh, intention out there. So yeah. mm-hmm. I'm really glad I'm glad I'm makes me, it makes me think like, gosh, I would love to send you something. If you ever find yourself in that neighborhood again, I wanted to, <laughs> if you ever found yourself in that area again, or plan to go well, to that it's area. Just it's just across the hey, valley. So I da- yeah, well, the pool's you, right there. I, may, maybe, uh, maybe Santa Claus can uh, <laughs> provide something that you could say, hey, by the way, you helped me on that day or whatever. And and then it's like, because when I meet people like that, those mm-hmm. are like when I, I've been sending these chem busters out to people, like I find out where people live first. I find out the area of, you know, where is this thing going to be? This gigantic lawn ornament that, <laughs> right. that <sits> in someone's <laughs> backyard. So you find certain areas where you're like, Oh yeah, this person's in a prime location. Um, I'm not suggesting they get a chem Buster, but I'm, I'm just saying like, maybe, yeah, maybe there's a way I could I could help you to get them something. And actually
0: I would tell you a chem would look really good at her house because she's got a funky house. I mean, you yeah, know what I mean? I it's like it's like a, an art, artsy it's house. A lot
1: of like metal. and Metal and yeah. stuff. Yeah. I mean, they, they essentially look like lawn ornaments. Uh, half of the ones we've We've been putting out. Like I go to these, not everybody's house, but I will typically take it to them if they're close enough. And a lot of them have let us just bury them. Actually, excuse me. Pardon me. Um,
0: you bury the whole thing. We bury them,
1: uh, not the whole thing, but we'll bury it up to the pipes. Um, kind of in a way to help it ground. Right. But also because then when you're done, like there was one particular person. We have a friend in uh, West Sedona. And she has so much really, just this awesome copper, just lots of copper decor. And obviously Mm -hmm. the pipes on the Chem Buster being copper. So you've got these, what looks like a a weird statue just coming directly out of the ground. And I don't know, it's just the, there's, I I have to put pictures up soon. I haven't gotten around to it yet, Um, but I am going to put pictures up because most of the people I've given these to, they've taken pictures. Um, I've gotten a few other people to also invest and buy one themselves. They they send me their photos too. So it's like, I would like to show people so they don't know that I'm just Yacking up a storm right uh figure literally <laughs> um the words just like i don't know what it is the energy today yeah is you've
0: rehearsed this whole thing.
1: it's raining it's funny <laughs> because it's, it's i can hear like rain and it's raining over here still but over here i can still see the the line of shade from the sun on this side of the house okay um so anyway Uh, so that was that places like that, yeah. That
2: was that. And uh, if you want to send her a gift, that will help uh, support with financial support for that gift. (laughs) And she was awesome. But then we do have another tower. And the tricky thing, I did not know this, but I guess the towers won't show up in the satellite image if you're like trying to GPS them. What's up with that?
1: So, okay, so a lot of people (laughs) ask about. Uh, how do I know where to find the towers? And they don't like the answer I give them. And that is like, don't don't use an app unless you absolutely need to right. uh, for a, you know, like the occasional one. Or when you're going to an area where like, there's some places like I had, I'll use an example. Some friends of mine wanted to demonstrate the process of burying an earth pipe. So they buried the earth pipe in the ground in an area where it was, it wasn't obvious where it was. Um, I will say, I think it was near Bear Lake, um, but okay. they were they were helping me to illustrate, like, here's what you do. And they, I sent them some stuff. So they said, sorry, we, we probably shouldn't have recorded that with our phone, but they were recording it as an example. And I said, well, there was enough other stuff around there because of what they'd done. It kind of, it, it was irrelevant getting that one on camera. So I guess what I'm getting at is if you are looking up an area And, you know, then it's like, oh, you've tipped somebody or something, I would say more something, you've tipped off something about where you plan to go or what you plan to do, Mm -hmm. then it's, it's kind of like weigh the pros and the cons of that area. If you're just going to go do one thing, like one gifting thing, thing. then my recommendation would be if you've been looking that up, you should probably do grid work, you should probably just saturate the whole area Um, Or you might find, you might find other things connected to it. Like I, if you find a tower that has those round cylindrical drums, if this is the tower and you've got those like weird little drums that are on the sides, those, those, those. look at the direction that they aim, because if you, line of sight. For whatever direction that drum is aimed, there's another tower somewhere aimed at it as well. And there it's like a beam. they're sending a signal to each other mm. to create a net between all the this, That's Makes why sense. they put the towers, they put the towers on top of all the mountains, same here as they do it's there beam,
2: yeah.
1: So you they can create like a white canopy and just like a force field shield mm-hmm. that they fill in the gaps. Mm-hmm. And then when they need to work extra hard to fill it, they fill it with the chem, that's chemtrails, I think are essentially more like a extension cord or oh. uh, it's, it's like, because if you look at the sky as, I mean, really like I, I look at the sky more than most people I think I know, mm-hmm. um, you can see white stuff manifesting out of nothing that are not clouds and we call it DOR, deadly organ radiation, or the electro, it's electro smog, essentially, Mm -hmm. but it comes out of nothing, and I have videos on my website of doing a time, time lapse, because, and, and it took me forever, because, like, I'd always been waiting for the right moment, and I finally caught it perfectly, where it just shows that as the sun, it's like this stuff just manifests trying to cover the sun, right, but it, like, it fades away too, it's, like, you can see the energy energy war going on. It's trying to manifest and move to the sun, but it's not powerful enough and it keeps getting disintegrated. Or I'll be down on the ground with my other weird electronic tools <laughs> trying to break things up and and, and turning on certain frequencies uh, with like harmonizers or all I like right now I have a chem buster in my backyard that's on a rotator. I've got three oh, chem yeah, busters.
2: Senior. Is One it, of them isn't it on just top spins of your around. website?
1: That's uh, like that, a little animation. I, that it was. Going. It's the same turntable, but it's a different thing on it in that picture. This is a giant chem buster that's just like a bazooka, and it just sits <laughs> yeah, there. It and looks
2: it, like a bazooka. It,
1: it spins counterclockwise to help. What I found is that it actually helps cut, like a ne- I don't. Know, I guess it would be a negative magnetic pole, and it helps draw water down when it rains. Oh. And I, I so far it has worked, oh, that's worked 100% of the time wow. uh, to make sure that the that. rain actually drops.
2: Because, because that's what's happening here right now. Like you see that the rain is coming, you see the clouds, So I sent, some rain.
1: <laughs> I sent a turntable actually to my friend in Hayden uh, that oh, they got did? it on They got it on Tuesday and they powered it up with their ChemBuster on Wednesday. And I think it might have been helping with what, because both we of you, got, had, they had yeah. it a little better. Yeah. They got some pretty heavy rain there, but yeah, we didn't um, get
2: heavy rain, but we definitely finally came down. Yeah.
1: But she was, well, she texts me and she's like, so we turned this on 24 hours ago. And she's like, I can't believe it's raining. <laughs> so it could be a fluke, but it, the idea is like, sometimes we like to keep certain devices in motion
2: mm-hmm. um, because
1: they're constantly changing channels. They're constantly doing something with frequency. So we're constantly changing channels and doing something with frequency too. So, mm-hmm. um, but anyway, the, the point I was getting at with the, with the towers and the drums and things, they, it's like they're trying to manifest that white. It's just a force field, and it blocks all of that solar activity. I think it also stops the sun from recharging the magnetic fields down here on the ground. But that's that's a bigger can of worms for okay. part three, four, and five. Yeah. So. And you've already
0: but got that, some worms to go through.
2: Right? Yeah. So, so, so that really goes into, you know, let's talk about what the plane is what our realm because the season that's what we've been exploring and everything seems like it's deception so where are we at what is this why things like that happen like how the sky this this white stuff just covers the sky there's not even not even uh yeah not even plays in there
1: um so i will give i'll give a disclaimer so that i don't alienate half or more of my fan <laughs> base. but just do it just
2: alienate them
1: um well because i've got so i i honestly don't know sometimes where i live i don't know what to believe because i'm constantly lied to um oh the before only... you go there yeah
2: let me just say one thing i share that with you i put an earth pipe finally on the ground here and that was I don't know, a month and a half ago or something. And I wake up the next day and it really felt like I was somewhere else. It didn't feel like I was, like the energy, if I can say that. You know, it didn't feel, let's not even talk about energy. It did not feel like the same place.
1: So I don't know the answer uh, why, why you would sense that, but... Scalar waves, and s- scalar, is a ener- scalar energy is a uh, term that's used. It means the same thing as orgone or chi or prana, life force, essentially God energy just running around all over the place. It's considered to be like a multidimensional type of energy field. And one of the tools that we use uh, when we're tower busting or gifting is that tool we call the sucker punch. It's that crystal that emits a, um, it's, it's like the, it's wrapped a certain way and you brought, this doesn't have an adapter on it, but it's, broadca- it's broadcasting a frequency and pulsing this crystal. It creates scalar waves and the idea of a lot of people using it as a manifestation tool, the idea is that this, these spiral fractals that are going around multidimensionally, If they're carrying an intention with them, that it's essentially weaving in and out of the fabric of reality through different realities. So it's like when people talk about using it to manifest, it's at first I was like, "Eh, I don't know about that. But the theory behind it is like, okay, that to me makes sense because you're increasing the probability of all the possibilities where you've been putting your energy and drawing that attention and you've been and you've been sending out a signal so these tools essentially are tapping into the energy grid that I don't know everything about harp uh, which is just the modern day version i mean mm-hmm. i call it the frequency fence not harp because harp right. is a facility in alaska but really it's it's just the free, it's a that was a tool for the frequency fence but we know the frequency fence has some connection to the etheric realm. And like I've talked about how towers are essentially etheric weapons. I've talked about uh, my my views on towers creating a rift, or essentially, I mean, they're just, they're pulsing evil, that it's not just about EMF, it's about creating the web that's necessary to to cast over the realm, yeah.
0: Could you talk a little bit just about etheric? I think that might be a word that people think they know what it it means. Well,
1: here, and you're asking somebody who also is probably in that same camp because (laughs) it's, it's like, um, it's like the quantum or when people say creation, it's like the creation realm. It's like, I, I, it's not fair to say like the magic realm, but it is the, the idea the idea that every okay, so think about the quote Nikola Tesla is famous for that said, "In order to understand the universe, uh, you have to understand energy, frequency, and vibration." So, with that, it's the idea that okay, what do we know about frequencies? Well, they can become things. Energy becomes thoughts. Thoughts become things. Be careful what you wish for. There's a reason we have that phrase in our in our dialect, or in our in our language. Um, it's the etheric is like a it's like the realm over the physical. It's like basically it's what's what comes next. I think beyond this, okay. it's a state, and it's like it blankets over us. And I don't mean that necessarily has to be like blanketing over Right, us. right, right. Some people, you know, I'm like I don't know, I don't know. Mm-hmm. But it's there's the physical realm that is incredibly dense, and there's the etheric realm that's weaving in and out of it that I think every day we're, we're merging or we're tapping into really Uh, like when a person wakes up, they're not just physically choosing to use more brain power. They are consciously becoming more aware of all that is of all the reality. And that connection is on an etheric level. Okay. It's, it's like, I've said that we live in a Harry Potter world. I, I also, I should have said this before. If I butcher this and someone's pissed, <laughs> I can't help you. I'm, this is this is my best interpretation of it, or my best understanding because of the tools I use to tap into it. Mm-hmm. It is a it is an energetic layer of reality, and within that reality, I I've said like we live in Harry Potter world, and that doesn't mean abracadabra, hocus pocus, simply magic. It means that energy fields. We're, everything is just energy fields, energy signatures. We all give one off. We can receive, transmit, transmute, go back and forth. Our, our heart, for example, being the electromagnetic device that it is, gives off a, a frequency that can bond with or be repelled by others. Um, there's a reason they want you to stand six feet apart because that frequency field, it extends about six feet from a human body. Mm-hmm. We would call it an aura. Well, the aura would be like, th- that would be something you would measure on an etheric level because it's it's beyond the physical. And these things like orgone energy, these towers and their connection between the two, they're doing something to manipulate that, I guess I would say that time and space, uh, that quantum level. Quantum's a dirty word because the quantum computer and Elon right. Musk and all that crap. So it's really, to me, You know my my friend mike over at alpha vedic once i use that word in his show he's like can we use the word etheric instead and i'm like yes let's use that instead because it's cleaner right um and it it sort of encompasses more than like a an indoctrinated scientific method of of like basic physics where it's just like when you say quantum people they'll listen to that word if it comes from the academic side of of this conversation so etherically speaking there's this energy, and it sounds like etherically, like there's some movement going on or some shift going on that influences and manipulates and and manifests or demanifests things in this physical. So when you wake up and you say, "I feel like I'm somewhere else," I think on an energetic level, you might be. And I don't mean to say like, "Oh, you're you know, she's traveled <laughs> to a deserted island and she's gone." No, it means that like reality is shifting, and it's constantly shifting. That's why we get influences from things like the media, put the ideas in the collective head, or in the collective thought process, and then start manifesting things like a drought. Well, this realm that we live, this world that we live, this planet, this spinning ball, or this flat plane, I don't give a crap what anyone thinks, but this playground where we live is manipulated by that collective energy. Mm -hmm. So, if you start putting these ideas into it, then if it's like oh, you
2: manipulated oh, it.
1: You manipulate it, and so you can start to manipulate the weather. You can manipulate the flow of water. You can manipulate uh, the collective thought process. You can manifest things that don't really exist, like certain pathogens and viruses and things like that. Um, you can do all kinds of things to to basically manipulate the physical on an etheric level it's Mm -hmm. why we have spells or spell casting which i know Mm -hmm. we'll talk about too yes but the the energy behind the physical that i think uh manipulate or really i don't want to say controls and manipulates because those are negative words Mm -hmm. but it's like the backbone of how the physical is operating the way that it's operating okay and so and if you read if you read Reich's work like he'll talk about like he talked about armoring how humans the more we armor ourselves and disconnect from what we would call our natural like the god consciousness or what we call or i call oregon uh he would call oregon or we call, again chi prana scalar all of that the more disconnected we are from that it's going to become reflective in our physical realm. Mm-hmm. The world's turning to, well, I, I mean, I do believe the world's getting better.
2: It is getting well,
1: better. When, when, the world, when the world turns to crap, look around at what's been energetically influenced first. And that's why when people say, well, what is putting this around the towers going to do? The towers, it, this is my, my view. And again, to make sense of it, go to my website, go through all of the things. Don't just come and be like, well, prove this beyond my any shadow of a doubt that I have and do it in 60 seconds or less. Yeah, right. It's like, go do the research on it because these things are influencing the weapon system or one of the weapon systems or the methods of delivery to create the bubble, to create the fence, to create the, to, to manipulate the playground
2: mm-hmm. and to
1: create this artificial realm. That's why I say it's essentially building a fake, it's building an artificial matrix mm-hmm. over the natural realm.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And so you may have, stripped uh, a layer uh, off of something that was being broadcast to you. Um, mm-hmm. I, this isn't a fear tactic and mm-hmm. there's nothing to be worried about, mm-hmm. but I would say maybe you were being targeted by something because it knew it was like, Oh great. Now she's going to go join the resistance of this <laughs> annoying movement. <laughs> and, and so it's like, maybe, maybe you have an influence in you, your, your vibe, you've done you do certain things to keep your vibe high mm-hmm. but you might have you might have also like ripped the bandaid off
2: mm-hmm. by
1: driving driving something into the energy grid that literally runs mm-hmm. along the land of mm-hmm. the realm where you live so
2: mm-hmm.
1: it makes sense to me without knowing the exact why it makes sense to me why you would say i wake up feeling like i'm in a different place
2: yeah and it was it oh. was like you know in a in a positive way like this feels so so different and exhilarating, almost like there was this fork, yeah. you know. So if there's two fork, the fork of you know a not so great outcome and a fork of the better outcome, it felt like it really took yeah. a turn into that direction.
1: There's there's a common question people ask: How does this affect the people around me? And this is purely anecdotal. This is conjecture. This is my experience. However, I'm comparing this with. Almost everyone else I've ever talked to about this who does gifting. When I started and was in, I was in Chicago, I took the CTA every day. Uh, crappiest transit available is what that stands for. <laughs> and I would ride the blue line every day with thousands of people. And I started carrying all of this Organite in my bag. And I would take it down to my office and I just started gifting the loop. But what I found was that a lot of the jerks who, I mean, because I mean, people don't look at each other, people don't smile, they don't make eye contact. I can't imagine what it is nowadays. Uh, But at the time, I noticed this weird shift in how certain people were standing out. It was like, I could almost see, uh, there's a guy who uses the word errant, uh, well, I'll talk about him in a bit, but there's this guy who uses the word errant, meaning like those who are basically an error to the matrix. Uh, they break away. I mean, you guys would be errants Oh,
2: kind of like uh... you. You're okay, an gotcha. error in
1: the program. You're an error to the program. It's like think of it as the polar opposite of an NPC. An NPC right. is the matrix mm-hmm. and part of the construct that's that's meant to keep you, the errant, from escaping and and building your own reality. And so um, I would I would start connecting with other people that now looking back, I would call them errants. But it was like people who'd smile, people who'd make eye contact. People were kinder. It collectively, it seemed to me, people were friendlier. Places I would go, people were nicer to me. There wasn't the same standoffish. And I, I don't know if it was just it could, it's conjecture. It could be completely coincidental, but I found it really interesting as I was comparing the notes with other people, like with people like George Ritchell and Don Croft. And like, there are other people who've done this for far, far longer than I, than I have. Um, but, and, and a lot of my friends, they experience the same thing as well. And so it's like, if you're of a certain mindset and have certain intentions, this stuff seems to affect you and your local surroundings, and the people you encounter. But on the flip side, I noticed that when I put it around people who are miserable assholes, <laughs> it really made them miserable. And wow. at first, I never knew the answer why. Some people were trying, they were like, oh, well, is- does that mean this is bad? Mm-hmm. And I thought, well, think about the negative people in your life that probably have some kind of an energetic or etheric-based parasite oh, that's leaching onto their their essence their body people have you have to be careful with things like who you go to for a reiki session or or whatever seance stuff or i shouldn't say seance but like whatever (laughs) it is a person wants to do if people are like i'm very particular about like i'll never i don't actually trust any human on earth to put their hands near me for an energy clearing, I'm like, I will clean my own because Mm -hmm. everyone's got their own baggage and their own damage to work through. I don't care if they're a guru or not, Mm -hmm. but everyone's got this energy. And for those who have negative energy, there is probably a parasitic influence on that. Mm -hmm. Uh, That parasitic influence, if you're putting certain tools around that are meant to help clear it or restructure it or clean it, then essentially to me, that sounds like you might have the same physical reaction to that as drug withdrawal when you've kicked the habit, because you don't have like a detox. So you like, don't have that same influence. And I, am some people like, I've heard of some people getting really frazzled and, or like they, so people have mind fog that will clear up around busting towers or putting this stuff around, or like having something more, more significant, like a pyramid, they might be sleeping with a pyramid next to the bed Mm -hmm. or they have, like, I have a sucker punch I sleep with on my heart every night at this point for, for my own reasons. Um, but, but, uh, everyone does their thing to clear their energy. And a lot of people who are trying to do that thing for that purpose, the mind fog will clear the, the layer will break and they'll, you know, they're doing a lot of things. They're not, it's like, you don't just, you don't throw a tower buster at it and it's not a it's not well, a diet for some journey. people i mean it it's a tool it's mm-hmm. a tool but there are other people that when they get aggravated i just think like you've taken the you've you've disrupted the food source of whatever has parasitically mm-hmm. attached to this person's essence this person's life force or this consciousness mm-hmm. and it's like that person may now actually have more brain fog or less focus because they, they aren't being, they're being guided by themselves for the first time, basically. Mm. And that's the thing is like, and I, I don't want to, I'm, I'm not even doing it justice in the explanation of this, mm-hmm. because it would take more time, like, right. I don't mean like they were blind, but now they see. Mm. I mean that if you're influenced so negatively on, on a deep level because of everything going on in this realm on an etheric level, then to me, it makes sense that you strip that away. Some people are going to have nothing but a positive experience with that as they expand better and better. And others are going to probably be lost at first because they were living on death, right? essentially. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's like a drug, like you, we said, drug drug withdrawal. So. Okay.
2: Okay, so then let's just deconstruct and go back to what we we're talking about this synthetic uh, grid that we are trying to burst with this work. Am I my understand- I'm understanding it right. Yeah,
1: now. I mean, <laughs> I think a a good a, let's let's use a word like restructure. Restructure. Uh, yeah, and make okay. to make it coherent. Like we're okay. essentially restructuring to be coherent with nature.
2: Okay. So, okay, so yeah. bringing so it's not like it's not like it's all fake and synthetic. Like there's the the foundation of the primordial energy imprint mm-hmm. that was put in here is still here. It's just mm-hmm. getting clouded up by the
1: Yeah, I I think um I think we could use the mainstream version of how energy can neither be created nor destroyed. If that's true to me, and I, I agree with that, that I think it's just a constant transmutation. Uh, you know, let's whip that attitude into shape kind of a thing. It's okay. like you're going one direction and something is trying to go back the other way. Mm-hmm. I, I see like spearheads in the physical realm i see parasites i would call them like politicians as an example of a certain type of parasite mm-hmm. the law the the legal system and anything in government related stuff mm-hmm. that like i see actions conducted by those entities that kind of goes like a roller coaster where they'll do certain things when the energy is really low in the collective and that they have to hold back. Or I think that they hold back or can't do certain things when the energy is high.
2: And I think like, Do you have like like, an example?
1: Yeah, (laughs) actually. Um Yeah, it was, uh, so this would have been, maybe now it's been about a month, maybe more. I don't, I can't keep up with what day it is anymore. But do you remember Joe Biden, for example, he was supposed to give us a speech on the climate hoax uh, at one point over the last like month, month and a half, he was supposed to be giving executive orders. And of course, a lot of people were very nervous about that. This was, this also for the record, this was back I think this was actually when you guys were still in your winter that wouldn't end.
2: Oh yeah. <laughs> um
1: and we had not actually st- like our rain had started a little early, but it was still needed like a, a good jolt for uh for the summer. And as that event was gearing up for him, it was supposed to be, I think, on a Wednesday, all of a sudden, the, like the eleventh hour, he canceled it. And instead they gave him COVID and they put him away, put him back. Yeah, I remember that. From- yeah. And what I found interesting was my friends in Idaho had met, and Utah too, had mentioned, they said, all of a sudden they were like, it's spring outside. Yeah. And all of a sudden, like, it was like this dead winter shit moved, excuse me, but moved on. <laughs> You're good. <laughs> and for us, the downpour started. I started hearing from folks in Colorado, like Boulder had this massive, massive rainstorm and like, they, and then started having more habitual rain that week. Um, California, even like especially the top half of California, like all these people were reporting all these really positive changes in the environment and every and it just seemed like I was hearing all this positive feedback, all this really good stuff from all these people. And I didn't have any like negative emails coming in. And so I thought
2: <laughs> you what? get negative emails.
1: <laughs> to, me, to me, I thought, you know, I've been seeing this pattern for a while that when they're doing something, it's like when they want to unleash it, they need to manufacture more negative energy mm-hmm. in order to execute what it is they want to execute. Okay. So I think, this is my opinion, but I think what they did in that instance was the the climate stuff couldn't, it wasn't going to work, which is why they ended up giving them COVID <laughs> to try and, and give that, like, just to, to build Reawaken
2: that a little bit, because people I mean, are forgetting.
1: I, I think that what they want to do with the climate it wasn't gonna work because the executive orders are just spellcasting it's no different than the than the news and everything else and the weather um and the weather they worded a certain way and so it's like i think they had to regroup because it seemed like there was a lot of really good stuff going on for a whole lot of people and then it's just sort of he just sort of faded away and it's like i swear for a while it was like every day you wake up and you're like what kind of debauchery are these parasites going to talk about it. and then it's like they live to destroy you right so it's like every day you're like what garbage <laughs> is going to come out today and it seemed like there were just like these three to four weeks that it was just really quiet and mm-hmm. everything was great i was hearing from people who were like hey all my restrictions have been lifted uh we've we're traveling all these people i know all of a sudden they're all traveling all yeah, over yeah i just world. traveled to arizona in a just-
2: plane i haven't been in the plane since this whole debacle yeah, was I mean, th- it,
1: it all—you know—restrictions had been lifted, things kind of died down. Talk about all the re- the regular fear porn had kind of ceased, and I thought, they're, like, what is it they're doing? And the thing I thought interesting too was that for a while during this period, there also were no chemtrails in the sky. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we,
0: we, I mean, we didn't see anything. It was
1: crazy. It was during. Yeah, it while, was during. Yeah, it was during that same, it was like that buildup. I don't think, I mean, this is a can of worms for people that mm-hmm. they want to believe chemtrails are simply some kind of propellant exhaust sprayed. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't, I, they'll have to go to my website now because I know we could talk about that ad nauseum, but yeah. I don't agree with that, that this, I believe this is more of an etheric thing. This has to do with the collective energy mm-hmm. and it operates based on the collective vibe If we change the entire vibe of this realm, I don't think you would see anything in the sky. Mm -hmm. So if you look for those patterns of what's going on, um, like I think chemtrails are actually coming, I think they're going to come back. I saw a couple today, but I think people are going to start seeing them more and more because they unleashed this, uh, this student loan thing. Yeah. Um, I you know, I, uh, first of all, I, I mean, I have to get this off my chest as a tangent, but Please. the entire world operates on socialism and nobody's exempt from ever having used it. So it's funny to hear <laughs> people, like if you, if you bought a house with a ta- if you got a tax credit for a house and electric vehicle, solar panels, had a kid did whatever it's like collect social security, Medicare, Medicaid, anything, even putting, putting non-taxable money in an, in an IRA or whatever they are. Mm-hmm. Um, Everybody has some or you have kids in public school and another person doesn't have kids in public school. It's like everyone's using something, has done something, has paid something, has not. So it's like they're creating a war right now. Oh yeah. And my friend and I were talking about this the other day because we're always talking about what's going on to manufacture negative energy. Mm-hmm. And they're they're about they're burst, they're they're building something up, I think, to burst something. So mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if he comes back out to do his his uh climate executive Speech. orders and or whatever. But what I did notice is they came out and instead rammed it through with this bill recently that was called something else and is not has nothing to do with, with inflation other than making it higher. But um but the student loan thing I thought was just really interesting on an energetic level because I thought what is it? Like debt debt scares people. This is going to collectively create so much positive energy for those who are affected in a way that it like for those who it benefits, I bet they have such a sigh of relief right now and, and good on them. Um I bet it, it has collectively boosted a lot of, of positive energy whether it's temporary or not, mm-hmm. I know it's materialistic, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. But financial freedom in a materialistic world, financial freedom equates to freedom. True. That's, oh, yeah. You know, Even though we know what real freedom is, but financial freedom means freedom for most people. Mm-hmm. So I thought to myself, what in the world, why would they take collateral damage of Creating an energy signature that positive, Mm -hmm. there must be a trade-off because they're not going to, to me, this is based on my work Mm
2: -hmm. and how
1: I'm diving into the etheric side of this, Mm -hmm. that uh, it's like, what are they doing? And then I thought, as I started reading more articles, I started talking to my friends, the amount of hatred on this one particular topic is some of the worst I've ever seen ever like more than more than the hill and and if you go go look at go look at any article that has just a lot a large number of comments on it but it's worse than anything i would have seen in the trump hillary crap of 2017 or 2016 or leading up to because at that time it's like everybody's got a side they're picking their side they're in favor of a person they're calling people stupid and whatever but Mm -hmm. now remove the politician they're pitting the people directly against each other instead right and and we live in a world where we saw it with the masks this was testing ground for what was the masks when people saw people like us not wearing them Mm -hmm. their first thought wasn't well they're not doing it i shouldn't do it Mm -hmm. their first thought was i have to do it they should have to do it. Right. Yeah, that was of,
2: exactly what you would hear yeah. by a store clock while well, I'm doing it. So why, yeah. why can't you it's, do it?
1: We, we live in a world, unfortunately, where too many people, instead of building themselves up, they would, it's like-
2: You lower the bar. They're going to
1: tear, tear people down. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's what the name of the game is, energetically. Mm-hmm. And the, the weather is an example of one of the many things that mm-hmm. will react based on that energy of tearing people apart. And, and so I find it really interesting that I think the announcement is actually... Yeah, how
2: actually... so? Okay, I got confused on that. Yeah. How so? How so? does the How does the weather...
1: Well, it's the idea that goes back to on a, on a quantum or etheric level of what thoughts and energy signatures... You know, we all have an energy signature. Mm-hmm. We all are putting that out mm-hmm. and then we're taking from something else. So it's like, what if we all just start putting out really crappy energy signatures it's like taking the TV remote and and hitting the crap button and it turns to channel crap <laughs> on the television because that's what you picked. You know, I mean, it comes in the form of channel 42 or whatever, <laughs> but it's like you chose that you sent out the signal and that's what's now going to be reflected in the reality. Mm. And I find it interesting too. I think it was Tuesday that they announced this. You'll find that most negative things the government has its hand in it all takes place on Tuesdays that's why 9-11 happened on a Tuesday because Tuesday is an Aries day and someone once told me they were like you do realize like it's the day you go to war and or you declare war on something and I so if you look at the pattern of Tuesday being used um, that doesn't mean Tuesday's bad but it means (laughs) that symbolically like Look for the symbolism. Look for the etheric side. of That's when people vote.
2: It's on Tuesday.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. So. So anyway, I mean, it's. I know it's a huge. It's a huge concept of the. The idea that this is all about energy and our consciousness, and people are like, "Well, no, I see stuff in the sky. Mm-hmm. It's falling on me on the ground, mm-hmm. and that's what it is." And, and the they government get
2: angry. Yeah. And I, the government I used said. To be super angry.
1: They, they put it in a paper and they said that the government's spraying me and, I'm, and for me, I'm thinking, no, this world is so misunderstood by all of us, including mm-hmm. myself, mm-hmm. we're trying to learn as quickly as we can, but for the longest time we thought it ended at the physical. And that that's all there was, was the Mm -hmm. physical. So we're now breaking away from that and we're figuring out all these workings and how we can actually manipulate the matter of this world based on the frequencies that we put out. Mm -hmm. But they're quickly trying to manipulate that faster and they want to reel everybody back in make it physical again so what do you do you tell the world like you're like fine we'll just throw them a bone and say the government's spraying you like a bug right and then we'll put poster children out there who get all of their government funding from they there are people with like top geoengineering websites whose primary sources of information are government intel and government funding. And I'm not going to say who they are. People can go to my website and read it. Mm-hmm. There are people in academia who don't believe in 5G. This is a big one this week for me, actually, because several people started asking me questions. They want me to talk smack about somebody mm-hmm. in, the Oregon, in the Oregon genre. And it's I, all I can say is it's somebody from the academic side who gets funding from the government and is the controlled opposition poster child for keeping Oregon energy simply limited to the box that you sit inside of, or uh, completely disregards that droughts are influenced that they're just complete happenstance, or ignores that 5G exists or doesn't believe it's bad, doesn't believe in geoengineering and thinks people who make organite are whack jobs. So um I mean, get enough details people they, can These
0: I mean yeah. these ideas you know we were just talking in our Telegram group this week about um You know, like controlled opposition to that point. We were we were talking about specifically related to the pandemic, and you know, Dr. Malone and Dr. McCullough, and you know, these guys. They they sound like okay. They're on the side of the anti narrative. You know, they're they're railing against the vaccines and and Mm -hmm. and all of this stuff, and and the the government measures to 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 isolate people and all this. But I you know, I mentioned the point. I go uh, you know where we've discussed many times is that you know they also control the conversation because they won't talk about you know, like the lack of isolation of the virus. You know, they mm-hmm. won't talk, you know, things like Dr. They Cowan them, talks about. Yeah. So they keep it in the germ theory part. Yep. Paradigm. You know, in
1: that it exists in the first place. But
0: they offer this vent for the anti-narrative but they keep them still in the the context of the narrative mm-hmm. still and not because really all
2: it. these experts like robert malone is talking that, about it, yeah Peter McCullough. That, so it's I, what you were saying like you won't talk about what the tools that you're using are actually mm-hmm. doing to influence in a positive way well they the they
1: vil they vilify it because they think and and, and this is why actually i mean. Anyone by now who's followed me for more than five minutes knows my opinions about the new age movement, right? A- and that I live in Sedona. they their, their headqu- headquarters. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the Church of Scientology, um, but worse in my view. Um, but there's a reason why Organite was lumped into the new age long ago because there are people then that criticize it. But the funny thing is, is the people who criticize it and want to lump it with that. They're ignoring like one of the, like again the poster child, you can see on my website when I, cause I do reference him by name. Uh, did I say him? Oops. Um, <laughs> but it's like, they're not even acknowledging the problem in the first place. Like mm-hmm. they don't believe that droughts are, have any, you know, no, there's no way the government is your friend. It, the government is your friend. There's no way they're controlling the weather mm-hmm. or that they have any handle in that or any technology on that. And it's like, It's like, no, we need to realize like there is a, there is an influence on this because again, we live in an etheric realm and that etheric realm. It's like these sadistic entities, they know the secret on how to manipulate or how to work, how to weave, how to uh, manifest Mm -hmm. in the ways that are necessary for them to get what they want. Mm -hmm. And several human beings have also now finally figured out that as well. I think it's all it is limited for certain things. You can't just, it's like, I want to win the lottery. It's like, it doesn't work that way. Mm -hmm. But when we talk about manifesting, it's like, if you immediately just think it means I'm going to manifest everything I want. No, you're going to manifest the possibilities and then you're going to do the work to create them into fruition. Mm -hmm. That's the same thing that these entities are doing too. Mm -hmm. Um, But but now do you feel
2: like the entities use us? Because we can yes. create a manifest. Well, and manifest.
1: So and I hear rumors
2: a, that they can't.
1: <laughs> that, I find it interesting, because I, I hear those too, those mm-hmm. rumors. And I don't know that those are the absolute end-all be-all. When they say, like, humans are, su- we are important. I think we're important because I have, by deductive reasoning for myself, I look around and I'm like, I have somehow found myself on this day in the middle of a spiritual war that something is fighting over me so i must be pretty damn important right and everyone else i know who's come to that conclusion they all know how important they are and we all kind of start gravitating to each other and as we do that then we find out even more it becomes more clear-cut how important we are and the and the intention to manipulate us and control us and enslave us is even it's 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 harder every day like every day is just a training for the next day is preparing for the next day i think that's part of what 2020 was mm-hmm. was a training a crash course training session
2: mm-hmm. boot um, camp
1: boot camp for sure <laughs> for sure so you know these entities when they say like oh well humans can manifest and that's why they want to manipulate us i think we are creators in that sense i think our power is is we are so infinite because we, this is just a meat suit filled with what we really are right mm-hmm. and and so uh and i know that sounds corny An too avatar. they really are
0: <laughs> no but, it, it, but but it's yeah. not it's not corny you know i was just talking to my my friend about you know just about god and stuff and he's he's pretty religious and and, and it's like you know you, you believe in this 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 super uh crazy ideas like if this was a movie You'd be like, oh, okay, that's interesting fantasy, but because this is your religion, it's like a textbook, you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? And and but but at the same time, you don't really believe in the mysterious nature of the world. You know what I mean? And it's like by definition. That is why religion exists. (laughs) That reason right there
1: is why religion has existed. Because it's like it's the it's not. I want to. I don't want to use the word controlled op, but it's it's a weaving. A game.
2: container. It's a
1: container. Yeah, it keeps it keeps you within the confines of whatever is supposed to be within the confines of that religion, and you know it's it's like um, it's just it's no different than the controlled opposition. Mm-hmm. And one of the best. I wanted to say this a couple minutes ago. Um, one of the best quotes I ever heard. I don't remember who told this to me, but I was like, whoa the enemy of your enemy is not necessarily your friend. (laughs) And to me, it's like, think about that with every controlled opposition or every intention of what keeps you within the container because, you know, and and this is where I get it. I get very vocal about people who talk about their truth, my truth, your truth, you know, whatever. I'm like, there ain't no my truth, your truth. There's the (laughs) absolute truth. Or, or people, I mean, I understand, like, you do what is true to you. Right. Yes, obviously. But as far as, like, you make up what reality is, like, you, today you're, you know, Fabi, you're a boy today. <laughs> and you're <laughs> yes. going to, I mean, and that's, like, that's just sugarcoating the top layer of stuff. I could say other things that go, go much deeper on a, on an mm-hmm. energy level. Mm-hmm. But the idea of what reality you're going to create for yourself, obviously, we want to create realities that are in, they that are coherent with the natural realm, with our God energy, our God consciousness, the spark, whatever it is that, that is us. And so, uh, the enemy of your enemy is not necessarily your friend is saying that when you have the, you know, Malone's or the Joe Rogan's, or Mm -hmm. I won't say other names because it'll just (laughs) irk people off, but you have to think like, if they're not giving the absolute truth... You know, and this is my biggest beef with the new age. They talk mm-hmm. about love and light. Mm-hmm. They're like, love and light. I'm like, F your love and light. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, but uh, hear me out. I believe, give me the absolute truth because as long as it's the absolute truth, everything will weave together the way it should in coherence with nature and God and the universe that the love and the light will naturally happen. They'll work themselves out. Mm -hmm. So the, and the truth is not always comfortable. I mean, Mm -hmm. you, uh, you know, I, I mentioned on the last episode, I said, I think I'm, I'm often subtle as a gun. And there are things that I say (laughs) that make people like, they don't like hearing certain things. I don't, I, I'm not trying to sound like, well, I'm always telling them the truth. It's like, no, but I'm saying when you give somebody the truth, Sometimes when you give people the truth, it's not comfortable and it doesn't sound like love and it absolutely is not light. It's sometimes really, really dark. And so if, you know, that's why like, I don't, I just will never ever jive with that because as it's like, you have to get the absolute truth first. Mm -hmm. Everything else falls into place after that. Mm -hmm. So, and those controlled opposition people, it's like, expose them to the like when they start exercising the absolute truth then i'll know they're not controlled opposition that they actually because otherwise they're just spewing facts you haven't given me the truth you're giving me facts Mm -hmm. with an agenda that you're not telling me right so well that was i know we're supposed to talk about the weather no no
2: no that was beautiful so to wrap it up then we're talking about reality if you were to summarize what the reality of this realm is how would you? Um,
1: it? <laughs> I, well, when we before we were when we were in our preliminary chat before the lightning strike hit, um, <laughs> yes. it, I uh, I was thinking about that guy. I, I, if it's all right with you, I'd like to to draw to name drop. Somebody. Yeah, yeah, that's oh, fine. of course. And, so so I recently, I'm sure a lot of people watching this, uh, people are gonna be like, oh yeah, I just heard. Uh, there was a gentleman who I saw on an episode of Alpha Vedic recently, named Jason Brashears. He has a website called Alpha, or excuse me, he has a website called Archaics.com, and um, then he just like blew up, and he's on all kinds of stuff. Uh, but in our home, we've been we've been watching, listening to his work, and I've been applying that uh, to what it is that I do, and trying to understand this reality. I am not endorsing by saying I agree with everything. I am simply saying I, I'm taking in all of the information. And so from there, the, the reason I'm bringing him up is because it is one of the more recent things I've discovered or points of view I've discovered that's made me question certain things, including the work I do inside this reality. I would tell people, uh, go to that blog post I did the last It's It's actually the last Post I did because I haven't had time to blog, uh, but it's with the our previous conversation and that laundry list of all the resources to fully understand like why is it that Mitch thinks this does this says this does this with his work, mm-hmm. um, and Jason's on that list, and so it's made me reevaluate reality. Um, I mentioned before, you know, again, I don't care what anyone wants to think the physical shape of anything is. But I think reality is a playground. Um, sometimes I I actually like sometimes to think about the Grand Theft Auto theory, and what I mean by that is that when I mean I don't even play it, but <laughs> if you're walking, think of Sims Sims. How about I'll use a Sim City? Okay. Uh, when you're walking in a realm in the game, and the the distance in the distance, the game starts to expose itself to you as you're walking around or. Stealing cars and whatever else. <laughs> robbing is. You're banks. Doing, robbing banks and eating up people. You shouldn't. Um, or maybe you should. I don't know. Anyway, so so it's the idea that it ex, it's ex being exposed to you. And so I, I sometimes wonder about reality, like what all is out there because we aren't there to see it. Um, and the only way that so many people are fed it is through the idiot box. Um, it's why, I, you know, the number one reason I say don't believe the climate hoax is because. Whatever it is they're saying is going on in that box is not reflective of reality. And it sounds far-fetched because mm-hmm. people, it's like, oh, but I had plants that died this year. It's like, well, maybe you're a bad gardener. Right. <laughs> There's a million, there are infinite possibilities, but the one being told to you should it's not probably be the, not
2: the one. Well, <laughs> it, it should be, it should
1: be the most scrutinized one of exactly. all the ones you explore. The one you were told from non-firsthand existence and experience. And so, as far as this reality, you know, I I can see why everybody has their opinions about why it is the shape that it is. Um, I I don't believe it's simply flat. If that's I know people are going to ask me that, mm-hmm. um, but I for, for something like that I'd have to do a personal chat with them if they want me to elaborate. Um, but I do think of it as this playground that we found ourselves and that we've possibly found ourselves trapped uh, because someone tried to change the rules. Something tried to change the rules. And I think some of us, this, this is, maybe I'll change this attitude tomorrow, maybe mm-hmm. I won't. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, I think a lot of us are playing a game or playing a, a simulation, but not meaning that it's fake, um, but we're playing within the confines of a playground And we are here to do something to help others to leave the playground in a better condition than how we found it and to help people help humans or help errants or help uh the the non-npcs basically the non-programs to vacate because there is so much more that goes beyond this physical realm and i i think some people want to say, oh, so you say we're trapped in hell. And I'm like, no, I didn't say that. <laughs> they People want to hear everything they want to hear. But yeah. I, I do think we've come here for a multitude of reasons to experience things, to learn our gifts, to manifest things and become, you know, basically like superheroes. As, I mean, I, I do think it can be trivially said superheroes because I, I know plenty of them. And I like to think, I mean, I like to think of myself sometimes as a weather witch. I mean, right. <laughs> i,
2: I like, love what,
1: it. whatever, people can say, well, his ego is huge. It's like, <laughs> I don't care. Um, it's not. But uh, I think people are, are are relearning who they are and what they're meant to do in this playground. And I do think part of that involves actually detaching from the material, okay. which is why so many of us, We've, we've, we get away from the stuff that's not important. And it's funny how you realize that when you really look at everything that's important in your life, it's only the stuff they never told you was important. Right. It's, it's only the only things they ever tell you that are important in the system is the trivial crap that just distracts you from all the important stuff. So the more you detach from it, I could see no other way. Than for a person to learn as and evolve and detach from it to the point that it's like okay your meat suit you check out you're done, and you go to you 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 advance onward and I know in the new age they'd say five D, in religion they might say heaven, mm-hmm. um, but I think collectively there's a there's a path that those who are actually capable of becoming conscious that aren't a program. Uh, we're just we're in a playground we're in a game learning to master the rules of that game and basically own the game board and then say all right I'm I'm ready for a new game because I've outgrown this one and so that's that's the best I think I can do today on, well, uh, August, that, was on that was good I liked it I really liked <laughs> that it.
0: that was fantastic yeah, I'm sorry.
1: I, I, I understand some people I've I guess I, I shouldn't apologize, but I'll still say sorry to those who have to listen to me ramble <laughs> about certain philosoph- philosophical things. But I, you can't do this work without wondering what in God's name am I all because what am I tapping into, right. and and the reasoning behind it, you know, uh, the the word errant that I said comes from Jason over Jason Burchears, that was a, or he was the first person who used the word that I could remember and i thought i really like that word because when you look around and you think like i live in the twilight zone i mean let's face it like we kind of <laughs> do mm-hmm. and you look around it's like well maybe it's not all of them maybe it's me who doesn't belong here right you know and it's like it's and that has been a huge learning curve since since 2020 as well or really since forever but it just it ramped up and so the idea of, like, navigating through this, it's like, what is on, you know, I just try to lead the life of, like, leave this place in a better condition than the way that I found it, Mm -hmm. and try to master the board game, master the rules of this board game without those two conflicting each other, Mm -hmm. you know, because otherwise, if you're mastering the rules, does not mean manipulating the chess pieces and controlling others. It's like, no, you exercise the rights of nature, which is the the freedom of all that is and you know what we're supposed to be doing i think in this realm so
2: anyway well
0: we salute you and we appreciate you and we thank you for the work that you do yeah so
2: let's go back to the plugs website oregon the oregon donor
1: the oregon donor that's t-h-e-o-r-g-o-n-e-d-o-n-o-r Oregon donor.com, the Oregon donor.com. Mm-hmm. And then, um, I do have to s- s- shamelessly plug, um, s- a, a little side project that's grow- grown, quite huge. But for those who are watching this, um, I will be on, uh, I'm going to be on alpha Vedic in October. I believe awesome. the episode is scheduled for October 6th. The reason I'm going back though, is because I have gotten to a point with the Arizona weather, uh, I'm trying to do something basically to help California, help okay. our, our friends next door. Mm-hmm. And they are having an event I was invited to, to do a seminar or a, um, a workshop that I can't attend. So I thought let's bite off more because I never, I never stopped biting off more than I can choose. Go so big agreed, or go home. <laughs> so I agreed to don't, I'm donating. Uh, there's like 450 people. So I'm donating 450 earth pipes and 450 tower busters so that every person has something pretty, I would say substantial. That's enough to bust a couple towers. Yeah. Um, and to hopefully kind of target that area of Southern California, which needs it so badly, which I believe in my experience because of the jet stream will help. Uh, it'll help Arizona for sure. It mm-hmm. will help Southern California for sure, but it will also help Utah and I bet my my money is on it helping you guys as well Yay. in nevada oregon and such because everything's just moving up yeah. from that jet stream off the pacific mm-hmm. and so um that's kind of my big project right now i've been working little by little and yeah. when i told the guys over when i told mike and dr bear about it Um, you know, they were just kind of, I know Mike, he was just kind of over the moon, like you're giving us how much, (laughs) so it's, it was something that every attendee, you know, and I'm, I'm shamelessly plugging it because, you know, I'm sure there will be information like how people can learn about me and what I'm doing, see, see a coherent reasoning for it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But I, I really, like I said, orgo nuclear option, I really want to just, you know, make move the progress further to the west Mm -hmm. because california is in in extreme need of more rain specifically southern california Mm -hmm. and people are always underestimating you know energetically speaking it needs a lot of help
0: well that's a battleground Um, on many fronts you know
1: absolutely so it'll but i'm excited i mean it's going to be i yeah to me it's it's fun even though it's stressful Mm but um I'm excited for the prospect of of abruptly injecting that level of stuff kind of literally into the ground.
2: Mm-hmm. But
1: to inject that level of tower busting in an area that desperately needs it, mm-hmm. I think my goal is with such a big crowd, it will cause a big enough shift. The less subtle it is and the more people notice the more easy it is the easier it is for them to get on board when they listen to folks like us talking yeah. right. and they're like, well crap, man, I saw some stuff that I can't unsee. Mm-hmm. And then they start it 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 triggers those who may not have otherwise, you know, who are basically waiting to be triggered by it. So yeah. I'm I'm excited. I think it's gonna be pretty fantastic. No, that's awesome. And
0: those so, those guys are great. Yeah. You know, so I'll go to too.
2: Mitch's website if you want to contribute to this project, we're gonna be contributing. I'm going to need to buy more tools also from your. If,
1: I also want to say, too, if people want to follow me on Instagram, um, I try to post the snippets and the I, I always like tailor stuff down from what I would put in a blog because, mm-hmm. you know, people's attention and time is very limited. But if you follow me on Instagram, I would ask. um If you want me to approve it sooner, I have to verify. I I always go through and verify everybody to Mm -hmm. make sure they're human. And if Mm -hmm. I can't verify that they're a person, I won't approve them. And so um, there's some some sketchy people that try to work their way in. So just send me a message and be like, hey, dude, I'd like to just click the yes button. Yeah. Yeah, like so so just just say that or or I saw you on whatever, and then I'll quickly go do it. But otherwise, I try to do it in batches. And sometimes people are like, why hasn't he approved it yet? And it's like. Cause you have no posts, you have no pictures, you have nothing. I have nothing to go on. And he's got <laughs> shit to
0: do, okay? And, yeah, and he's got
1: stuff to do.
2: Awesome. So, well, yeah. thank you so much for being on again. We yeah, appreciate you. Appreciate the work you're doing. Whatever we can do to support, we'll continue to support.
0: Yeah, just keep us in the loop,
1: okay? Keep us Absolutely. In the loop. I'm looking forward to part three. All right. Awesome. All, right. All right. All right. We'll do it. Thank you, Mitch. Right, guys, bye. Take care.
0: All right, wrapped with uh, Mitch for episode two with uh, of his series. Mm-hmm. Uh, what did you think? Part of two.
2: Oh, that was so fun, and it was just great to just hear his take. You know, in the end of the realm, and we're really pursuing the mystery of this season, and it was just inspiring, and it just gave me more. Um, More will to do this work.
0: And I think what's nice with Mitch is, you know, I mean, he's adamant. He goes, you know, I don't, uh, you know, on a lot of the the aspects, I don't know exactly how it all comes together or or how it works. He goes, you know, we're we're spitballing a little bit. You know, we're looking at what evidence we can see and what we can measure. And then we're trying to fill in the gaps. But, you know, that's what you have to do, you know, Mm -hmm. in in order to get to to the end of the uh of the story here. So uh, we really appreciate him coming on. Um, so
2: let's bust this synthetic grid.
0: Let's do that. And, <laughs> get uh, to work. And join us in the Telegram group at the Collective Resistance uh, podcast. or And uh, check
2: out the episode also on Rumble.
0: On Rumble, yeah, yeah, do We that. try
2: to go YouTube, but they deleted our channel very quickly.
0: <laughs> yeah, so that uh, kibosh on that one. <laughs> All right, here, hang on a minute, let me... Uh... We're wrapping up here. Fabi, what do you want to tell everybody?
2: Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening. Stay healthy, stay safe, and stay curious.